0: What's up, YouTube Nights? Welcome to Lords of Lombok Presents the uh, cover price top 10 For the week ending My birthday, July 24th Uh, While you guys are congregating Let's get a real short one Because we're uh, running short on uh, People gotta do stuff So, you know (laughs) A little little, little short short snippet here As soon as I find it And uh, as I'm Doing this, it's taking time to find. Belated
1: <laughs> <it. laughs> birthday, by the way, Tevo. I hope you had a good one. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's do Star Wars. Oh, no!
0: Let's get right to it. Show sponsored <laughs> uh, by cover price for your price guides, collections, and trends. Also, Bird City Comics you just, uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a tongue twister.
0: Use discount code of L O T L B to get 15% off anything in a bird city comic store. And uh over under on San Diego Comic-Con uh, exclusives is five and a half so uh, okay we'll, let's do it we'll see all right let's get right to it what do we have for this week's runner-up all right runner-up this week uh this is amazing spider-man
2: number 26 uh gabriel del auto Bryce comics which is limited to 480 copies retailer exclusives are a huge business these days it's hard to find a first issue or any key issue without a slew of variant covers. For the highly controversial death of Miss Marvel, Amazing Spider-Man number twenty-six issue, retailer slash YouTuber Bryce Comics offered four hundred and ninety-nine mystery boxes at two hundred and fifty dollars for two mystery slabs, one which includes either this trade dress variant, limited to four hundred and eighty copies, or a virgin. Uh, version, which is limited to 20 copies. There are no raw copies as all were slapped. Uh, Marvel requires a purchase of 3,000 copies, of which Bry's Comics destroyed the remaining 2,500 copies. The box also included a chance to win six grand prize books. The new low print run allows these exclusives to be advertised as the quote-unquote mm. rarest Delado variant in history, mm, which definitely created high market interest discussion and scrutiny. For the trade dress, we tracked 17 copies sold, seven-day trend of 105%, high sell of $500 for a CGC 9.9, and the fair market value for 9.8 is $292. The Virgin copies are hitting highs of 5,500 for CGC 9.8 after a six bid auction. That sell does appear to be completed and paid for. There is a note here. If a book isn't paid for or the sell falls through, the sold price does not hit our site. This is another reason why some are delaying hitting our guide as we wait for full final confirmation. Check out Bryce Comics YouTube channel where he covers all the details and manipulation controversy.
0: Interesting. And uh, yeah, I never seen this before in my life. Limited to 482. That's a that's an odd number as well, you know, uh, when yeah. do you see that when when you see that and a 9.9 for 500 bucks, man, that's cheap. So he
2: he got 3000 copies of these and then however you want to think about it, he destroyed enough to make it what they are declaring as the lowest ratio variant.
1: Like what Kenita is saying is true from what I understand, he sent it, the remaining copies, or they were at CGC already. So CGC actually destroyed them. I, I know a lot of times it's like, how do you know they got rid of them? So with that case, you have somebody reputable going, yeah, we destroyed the Remainers. The so you
2: probably sent them all in to get graded and said, I only went nine-eighths or higher, destroyed the rest. And that's how we got...
1: I mean, it's kind of clever.
0: Yeah, Interesting. It Is Cle- Clever or scrupulous, uh, either way, I mean, because... Uh, in the past, there's been times where people said that they destroyed books and they weren't, and they yeah. showed up on the aftermarket. So, you know, you never know. But, uh give them a benefit of the doubt. So let's get to the next one. ASM uh, number 26, the Del Auto Brise Comics, limited to the 480 variant. It, it seems like this is just escalating, right? Like,
2: they did, people just keep trying to do the, the one up the next person and escalate kind oh, of stuff yeah right? it's
1: a shark tank being You're in the right. retail world is a shark tank you, you really have to do, do
2: something to stand out that's that's completely yeah. understandable but like what's next i didn't somebody destroy all of them but one copy before?
1: i don't know for what
2: book i i forget what it was i think i i think our friends I'll over at book. the comic Con podcast were talking about it but i'm just wondering like what's what's next like you got to keep refreshing the the excitement and the hype right so yeah Something to keep an eye on.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so this thing popped up on Amazon on like, just a surprise. And I watched it and I was like, what? And I I had seen no
1: trailers for it. I heard nothing about it. And yeah. went,
0: here it is.
1: Yeah, this has been the discussion everywhere. We're not going to do any spoilers, though. But uh, number 10, we have Invincible number two, the Rose Besh 2023 San Diego Comic-Con 20th anniversary edition from Image. It's been two full years and change since we got season one of Invincible. The beloved comic series roped in a whole new audience with its exceptional animated adaptation, and the IP is only growing bigger. This past week at San Diego Comic Con, we finally got a teaser for season two before it was released to the masses. That and a spectacular Adam Eve special episode. Cue the run on this book an anime styled depiction by fan favorite artist Rose Besh and a 20th anniversary edition featuring the pink badass that is Adam Eve. Limited to one per person at the convention with an unknown print run, it sold out fast we tracked 19 copies sold at a 7-day trend of 123% with a high sale of 130 for a near mint raw copy and a current raw near mint fair market value of $95 these were gone I
0: yeah. think, like the first day yeah so I, I was i was on amazon and it just popped up it showed this and i go is this like a little short or something? sure enough, it was an hour long. It's it's oh, the wow. origins it's the origin story of uh, Adam Eve. And uh it's really good. It is. Yeah,
2: you guys should go really be Uh I can't wait for this show to come back, dude. Like it's gonna just get so intense coming yes, up. Yes, it is. Cause Cause it, I know you know, if you read the
0: series, you know yeah. what happens going it's forward. A, it is a giant, giant world. I mean, galactic, you know. Uh, and, uh, I think they, three days ago did dro- drop new trailer? Oh, go peep it out. It's it's pretty good.
1: Hey, t uh, how do you feel about the unknown print run part of this? Mm, would you buy sketchy. a book with an unknown print run or do you need to know? Well, I mean, this one, I love
0: Rose best. First of all, I mean, I love her. Art, oh, yeah, so I, 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 I would buy it anyway, but, uh, you know, I, I, for print runs uh, don't really bother me you know what i mean you know you know some people really hyped about you know oh they only made 50 copies you gotta get one but you know if it's a shit book then it's a shit book you know so there's 50 shit books you know what i mean uh you know so (laughs) there could be you know a five thousand print run of a great book you know so i mean that's the way i look at it so you know there it is so Number 10 is Invincible. Number 2, The Rose Best, the San Diego Comic-Con 2020, 20th Anniversary Edition variant. Man, this book is still on this list. Yeah, still on the list. I guess uh, we kind of get confirmed that
2: this is the the first appearance, right? Either way, uh, Spider-Man 2099 number 1. This is from 1992. The legs on this book are quite astounding. So much so, some may swear it has eight of them. While it's slipping down the list, it's still stubbornly stubbornly sticking as fans continue to see across the Spider-Verse and exit the theater, opting to pick up the first solo series, spotlighting the now resurgent fan favorite character of Spider-Man 2099. Miguel O'Hara, AKA Spider-Man 2099, played a massive role in the film and is prepared to be a major player in part two as well. While his first appearance is fallen by the wayside, collectors continue to scoop up his first solo outing, an affordable and prevalent key. Uh, We tracked 26 copies sold, seven-day trend of 100%, with a high sell of $230 for a CDC 9.8 and current raw near mint. Fair market value is twenty seven dollars. Okay, maybe maybe I'm I'm wrong. Then is this not the first appearance that people are going for anymore? Is it? uh, I forget the one with the hologram on the cover. $360? 365. I think five.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think this is the one because this is the the one that's sticking.
2: Like we don't. We haven't seen that other one pop up in a while
0: because he's on the cover. Yeah, yeah. It's badass. And the other one is I just a
2: preview this. of this issue, right? It's just yeah. preview pages.
0: I mean, I, I, I have a feeling that. there's going to be a live action version, you know, because he's obviously in the animated version. But I, eventually, I think there's going to be a live action, you know.
1: you know. I think person. you're right. It seems inevitable.
0: I think so many-
2: all the major players from Spider-Verse are going to get live action. Miles, you know, Spider-Gwen, you know, Miguel. we we'll probably get a lot of these people showing up live action.
0: Who do you cast as Spider-Gwen?
1: Ooh. I don't know. There's a cosplayer that does Spider-Gwen, and she's fantastic. She like the perfect look. She even has like the gap in between her teeth. She'd be great. But I don't know if she acts.
0: I would say Florence Pugh.
1: No, Florence Pugh. She's, she's old, older. Older. Yeah, she's too old. That's right. Like, how old is Spider-Gwen supposed to be? She's in high school, right? Yeah. And I think like a no-name would be kind of refreshing. Find somebody that not everybody knows.
0: Oh, the girl, um, from what the girl from, um, that's a good one. That's a
2: good. Modern one, yeah. Family, uh, Ariel Winter.
0: Oh, um, I know who you're talking about. She's yeah, little, she's in, the middle, she's the middle she's in not, this, she's in me, this weird reality show called Stars on Mars where they pretend they're on Mars. Oh man, <laughs> I hate it already.
1: <laughs> yeah, we need like a pure, like badass character. I don't know. Yeah, I'll think about it.
0: Yeah, so I saw things. Tibo watched that you should watch. I saw Oppenheimer <laughs> over the weekend. Fantastic! It's going to be nominated. Speaking of uh, Florence Pugh, she yeah, she is uh, naked a lot in that movie. I was shocked. Is it
1: true that there's like guy full frontal though, like male full full frontal in that movie?
0: Not no. at all. No.
1: Oh, no. that was the whole rumor was that there was like male full frontalness. Okay, well, no. damn. Oh no. right.
0: yeah, but. Yeah, Florence Few stick with it though. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Anyway, She's gorgeous, man. That that girl's beautiful. You can buzz yeah. her hair off. It doesn't matter.
0: She's gorgeous. Yeah. Number nine, little Spider-Man 2099. Number one. I will right, we'll have a number eight. All
1: right, this is interesting. Oh, this the is amazing gorgeous. Spider-Man number 25, J. Scott Campbell, 2023 San Diego Comic-Con photo booth secret cover limited to 2000 by Marvel. This book was touted as the big reveal as to why MJ and Peter went their separate ways. That combined with issue number 26, marking the 50th anniversary of the death of Gwen Stacy. It already had a lot going for it. Then you toss in a J. Scott Campbell cover, limited to 2,000 copies, and make it a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive, and bam. You have a highly sought-after book that collectors are searching high and low for. We tracked 31 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 89%. With a high sale of $172, this is a pre-sale, for a near-mint raw copy and a current raw near-mint fair market value of $103. Hmm, Cool. I like Campbell's stuff, so. I want this just to find
2: out what their uh, idea is behind what split up Peter and MJ. I don't care about this cover, but I kind of want to read the issue now.
1: It's enticing just for the story. Yeah, I like it. Tivo, you're muted, darling. Tiva.
2: cool so yeah this is a cool cover
1: you know i think that campbell people you either love him or you hate him i've I've
2: kind of if anybody hates j scott campbell they just they must lick a lot of ass because they got no taste (laughs) he's amazing
1: i think his stuff is great i I like his earlier work i think he kind of has a little bit of like a what we would have seen from Turner. If Turner was still around, he'd be doing a lot of these Campbell covers, but even better if you ask me. But yeah, Probably. Campbell's awesome.
2: Yeah. He's one of the beautiful- nicest guys too. Like, you know, he, he always you does really him? good at signings. He's super personable. Like he'll do sketches sometimes. Yeah. You know? I mean,
0: he draws women really well, but he doesn't draw the men very well.
1: He does lizards well. Well, yeah. Yeah.
0: But, <laughs> you know, he draws women very well, but for some, you know, the men just don't look right. They, uh, you know, the, he doesn't have the, you know, the chiseled, you know, Mark vestry Michael Turner way of drawing, uh, mm. uh, you know, chiseled men. Wow. I'm starting to sound. I, I
2: enjoyed what he did on uh, Gen 13 and what he was doing in Danger Girl
0: with the guys.
1: Oh, hell yeah, on both.
0: But even Gen 13, the guys look weird too.
1: Oh they man, Grunt little, is awesome. They, they look a little bit like not as masculine, I think is what T was saying. But yeah, but he
2: does have that style where he gives them like really high cheekbones, you know, on all of his yeah. men. That's how you kind of spotted J. J Scott Campbell. Um, um, but I mean, you know, he, he does. I like what he's done in, in Danger Girl. Like all those like hitmen and like Russian mafia guys and stuff like that were awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. all right. Number eight on the list is uh, Amazing Spider Man, number 25, another San Diego no. Comic Con photo booth secret cover limited to 2000 at J. Scott Campbell's booth. All right. Number seven.
2: Number seven. Uh, then we got Captain America, number 750, Joe Casada, 2023, San Diego Comic Con Marvel fanfare panel, black and white virgin. Of course, Marvel would have a heavy presence at San Diego Comic-Con. They have their fanfare panel, uh, which is an opportunity to deliver news and notes, updates, trailers, and upcoming movie tidbits, and of course, exclusive merch. This Casada Captain America variant was one of them, and boy, did it deliver for the seminal release of the 750th issue. If you're a fan of Captain America, uh, specifically Avengers Endgame, As many reading this are, it's probably piqued your interest as it did with many a collector on the aftermarket. We've tracked 13 copies sold, 7-day trend of 217%, the high sell of $250 for a Near Mint Raw, and a current Near Mint Raw fair market value is $120.
0: Yeah, this this looks badass. Come on. Captain America, holding doors hammer. Come on. This is badass. I love Joe Casada. We don't get enough of his artwork anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So this is this is a this is a special treat. Yeah, he's he's got work to do. All right, number seven on the list is Captain America number seven hundred and fifty. The Casada again, San Diego Comic Con uh, variant. Um, coming in uh, Raw Dog two hundred and fifty bones. What do we have for number six?
1: All right, before I get into this, there was some questions in the chat, the live chat, if you guys are watching on The Rewind, asking about how we felt about Transformers and Void Rivals. So I'm, I'm going to a little tidbit about this. Supposedly, they were supposed to have an allotted amount each day of the con. Anthony and I didn't get there until Friday. We went up the first day and they're like, no, we're sold out for the entire con. So they sold out prior to Friday for the whole con. And I don't know what the, what the uh, rules are with that. Are you... Is it better etiquette to keep an allotment for each day, or is it okay to just sell out and be done with it? That's up to the chat. You guys decide. So at number six, we had Void Rivals number one, the Daniel Warren Johnson 2023 San Diego Comic-Con exclusive from Image. Void Rivals is the new sensation in the comic community. It had a highly secretive variant when issue number one dropped that would have spoiled the reveal on the final page. Well, they're not even shy about it now and have that epic secret front and center for all to see. In the day and age of the internet where a spoiler lurks around every corner, there is no reason to be secretive any longer with this IP. One of its major selling points was a connected universe between Transformers, G.I. Joe, and other titles. Ooh, I know the other titles too. Uh, they sure they sure got that point across with this awesome issue. We tracked 29 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 101% with a high sale of $94 for a raw copy and a current raw near mint fair market value of $78. So yeah, what's the etiquette there, TiVo? I- I'm actually curious if, you're, if it's okay to just sell out and be done or if you should save a little bit for each day.
0: You should save a little because if you sold out, then what are you going to do there? You're just going to sit there and just...
1: Well no, they had other they had other variants that nobody were really going after. These were the big ones. No, because uh,
0: my friends at uh K Comics were at their booth, they they allot things out, you know, throughout you know, two, three days. You know what I mean? So they'll put some mm-hmm. on the shelf and when the shelf is gone, they'll replenish it, you know, but they you know they want they, they want everybody to have an opportunity to get a copy you know what i mean i, I think yeah. that's it because if you know i mean you know it, it's a mad if you go to a comic-con san diego WonderCon, whatever it's a mad rush you know what i mean people are just dashing to get the it was A's. insane
1: it was insane yeah. like i've never seen crowds like that and shout out to golden state comics in the chat him and i walked by each other and had this beautiful moment <laughs> did was you this guys your say hello This was my first time in San Diego. Yeah, Anthony's gone prior, but I didn't go with him because I have a thing about crowds. I know it's like don't go to a con, then Laura. But yeah, yeah, that's always Comic Con. It's probably
2: I've gone for the last like twenty years, and it's always like that. It is awful.
1: It it was a lot. Like it was more than I. I've been to New York. I've been to Baltimore, but this was a different level of crowd. This was more like you had to kind of waddle in the in instead of walking. And I yeah, because you got to weave
0: in, in and out of traffic. Yeah, and it's not just inside; it's outside too. All the oh, stuff San, Di- the San Diego, house. like you know, turns you know the the entire uh, area around there to a uh, uh, you know for San Diego Comic Con, um, and they're threatened uh, to lose it. Uh, I read somewhere that they were going to move it somewhere else. I was like, why? Because you know, if you have San Diego Comic Con. If you have a comic con in the dead of July when it's hot, where would you oh, ask? Where would you want to be? Beautiful Antarctica. San Diego. Well, <laughs> yeah, Antarctica. but San Diego is <laughs> you know nice, cool weather. You know, you're right by the you know, the water, and everything, so it rarely gets hot in San Diego. Was it hot in San Diego? It's humid yeah, it was- down there.
1: It was beautiful though. Like I mean, we that wasn't the problem. It was more the heat was Actually, from the bodies. Like when you have a thousand people crammed together, it just gets really hot, sweaty, really
0: and stinky. Yeah. And giant oh. wearing giant backpacks and those stupid things, and people it. Oh. Yeah, I, I, I'm like you. I don't like people bumping into me because I'm yeah. like, you know, or or more times than not, people will step on your shoes, and you and you're just like, what the fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> and you and you, you and feel like punch start. Yeah, I, you yeah, know, don't yeah, get me wrong;
1: like, it was a good energy. I just, I just personally, I can't handle crowds that long for a long period of time. I have to like go I, outside and take a break. I
2: love San Diego. I hate that I missed it this year, but I love it. I love the crowds. I can weave in and out of those crowds. Like I could get across that convention pretty quick. Like I'm pretty good about it. And I'm a, I'm kind of a big guy, but I can make it through. But I love like the crowds. I love the after
0: the afterlife across that. That's that's and I'm because, in, dude. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, people are gonna like this, but I prefer WonderCon over San Diego Comic Con. Oh, absolutely, that's the best Southern California show. Oh, yeah, WonderCon is the best, man. Number six, Void Wirewells. Number one, uh, the Daniel Warren Johnson, yet again, uh, San Diego Comic Con variant coming in at uh, Raw Dog 94 Bones. What do we have for number five? Number five is my favorite one on the list. Oh, this came out of nowhere.
1: They. This is interesting. <laughs> yeah,
2: I have two of these. I love I love this Biker Mice from Mars. Uh, Biker Mice from Mars number one. This is Marvel 1993. Uh, per comicbook.com, uh, the nostalgia trip that is the Biker Mice from Mars is set to return to the small screen. Not only that, but Ryan Reynolds is attached to the project as well. We mentioned last time we highlighted this book that it would receive a new series and toy line. And recently at San Diego Comic Con, the new toy line from Nacelle Company made its debut, and they're fantastic. That jolted a community into picking up the first issue of this brief, of this brief comic run. Uh, so we tracked 11 copies sold, 11 day or seven day trend of 275%, high sell of $100 for a CGC 9.6, and uh, near mint fair market. Uh, value for raw copies is fifteen dollars.
1: and you, so two.
2: the price spiked just because of toy drop. Well, and Ryan Reynolds is going to be producing another cartoon series.
1: Oh, and that's that
0: the big thing. I think. That yeah. would be interesting. All right, number five on the list is bi- uh, <laughs> biker mi- biker mi- mice from Mars. Uh, yeah, you know that's in the, back in the nineties. I told you they had you know. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or radioactive black belt hamsters? Why not biker uh, biker <laughs> mice from Mars? You know, just, you know, if it works, go with it. Yeah. All right. What do you have for number four? Oh,
1: okay. Number four: Uncanny X Men number two sixty-six. a cover we all know and love from nineteen ninety. This book has been central to the first appearance debate for weeks. With rumors Channing Tatum will finally portray Gambit in the upcoming Deadpool three, it's par for the course. But these are still just rumors that hasn't stopped the community from bringing this debate back to the forefront and putting a spotlight on this book, his long accepted first appearance and his first cover appearance. Despite appearing in 15 panels across nine pages, speaking and being called by name in X-Men Annual Number 14, this book is still Gambit's quote unquote official first appearance, for now at least. We tracked 29 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 109%, with a high sale of $750 for a CGC 9.8 and a raw, near-mint, fair market value of $199.
0: Yeah, in the 90s, this is the book everybody was getting. Nobody was getting the other one. You know, it wasn't until, you know, probably the last three years where people were like, you know, hey, I don't, you know... Get this, that, and the other. You know, one hundred and
2: eighty is the first appearance of Wolverine.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is, I but mean. it's not a better cover. You know what I mean? So a lot of times it's the cover you want to see the character on the cover. It's uh, also not the holy grail of the gold of the Bronze Age. Yeah, that's one hundred and eighty-one. One hundred and eighty-one. All right, number four on the list is Uncanny X Men number two hundred and sixty-six, nine point eight for seven hundred and fifty. That seems rather low to me, but uh, we'll see when uh, Nosmer mates. All right, uh, we can't have a top 10 list without a Spawn book, right? That's True. what it seems like. Good
2: old Spawn number one. Uh, this is the uh, Puppeteer Lee 2023 San Diego Comic-Con variant. Uh, the Todd Father used the backdrop of San Diego Comic-Con to reveal two new Spawn series titles. Fans went wild as they loved them some Spawn. But do you think that they love more or... But do you think but do you think what they love more? Incredible and coveted variants for the titular anti-hero, especially titular. from hot new artists <laughs> like He's Puppeteer Lee. It's our favorite word. Um, <laughs> there was a run on this book at San Diego Comic Con, and it is now the highlight of the convention sought by a community at large, unable to attend who want their hands on it. Uh, we tracked 45 copies sold, seven day trend of 140%, high sell of $150 for a near mint raw copy and current raw near mint fair market value
0: is $100. So wait, wait, wait. the artist's is, name is Puppeteer Lee? Sure. Yeah. Why not? Um, yeah, apparently the... I ain't his daddy, it? ain't my fault. <laughs> I know his parents didn't like him that much It <laughs> might
1: be like his quote unquote stage name Right that could just be one he calls himself Yeah like Wait, so
2: Is, his, first, is like, his real first name worse than Puppeteer Maybe I know right
0: <laughs> Well
1: puppeteer's That's worst worst kind
0: Puppeteer kind of cool now that I think about it You know yeah I mean, if you are like a gangster from the 80s you're, yeah, like you're, you're pulling you the strings You know Alright spawn number one the Puppeteer Lee. Another two thousand and uh, uh San Diego Comic Con, uh, another SDCC variant. My God, will we get another one? Oh, I was like this is oh. killing me. I have to listen to <laughs> me.
1: I was like waiting for the screen to change. All right, number two. This is the other one that I just. I'm so bummed I didn't get Transformers. Number one, 2023 San Diego Comic Con, black and white from Image. We mentioned the expanded universe that Void Rivals ushered in. Transformers are part of that, or some might argue the focal point of it. Now that Transformers is firmly back in the Image Comics fold and under the Robert Kirkham Skybound imprint, fans are excited to see what comes next. To start, they got this black and white variant featuring our boy, Optimus Prime, an homage to Void Rivals that appeared further up this list. We tracked 17 copies sold at a seven day trend of 383% with a high sale of $200 for a near mint plus raw copy and a current raw near mint for about 105.
0: All right. I for one look forward to the new transformers, uh GI Joe movie and all that stuff mask and you know, uh, whatever else hell they're doing a the gargoyles too. I, I just read uh, somewhere live. That was debunked. Was it? Oh. Yep. All right. Everything. So uh, mm-hmm. I put the over under at five and a half. So let's see what we have here. Uh, One, two, three, four, five. Uh oh. Six. So we hit the over. So let's, uh, what's number
2: one? Oh, we just got color. Uh, this is Transformers number one. Uh, I like
1: this one better, actually. I do
2: too. I think this is a lot better. Okay. Sorry. I didn't even you. know about that other one. I was looking stuff up on eBay. I didn't even saw it. Uh, Transformers number one, uh, 2023 San Diego Comic Con. This is the, uh, regular version. Well, you saw the black and white version of this cover and now you'll get the full color spread. Transformers are set to receive some much needed attention under the guidance of Robert Kirkman. This has fans thrilled as the man has delivered some of the best comic titles in modern history in The Walking Dead and Invincible. The excitement's been building for months leading up to the release of this book and with a slew of San Diego Comic-Con exclusive variants to choose from, the community has crowned their pick. It saw the highest movement out of any San Diego exclusive book on our list, and it doesn't appear to be slowing down anytime soon. Track 65 copies sold, 7-day trend of 100%, high sell of $94 for a raw copy, and the current firm market value is $70 for near mint.
1: Nice. Glad to see Transformers coming back. Yeah, it's exciting. Who better to give this title to than Robert Kirkman? There's so much potential there. I think it's going to be really neat to see what happens as they evolve this whole universe, as they expand on it. It's going to have so many cool other titles that we'll be having at Bird City here soon. Shameless plug. But yeah, this is neat.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I'm in. I mean, Daniel Warren Johnson can't go wrong with that guy's work whatsoever. Murder out into a power bomb, all that stuff. Yeah, the movies
0: have gone from, like, you know, and we need Energon too. We need all spark too. We need this thing or the something. The key spark or something. The key last spark go over the la- or the last movie, which I really loved, um, the uh, Rise of the Beast. is Yeah. I was like, wait a second, they're animals and and they can transform. They're metallic animals. Well, well, well how did they do that? But uh, they were badass, though. Michelle Yeoh was playing like a falcon, hawk, bird lady, and there was uh, you know, I don't know all the Transformers because there's a ton of them. There's a ton of them. Uh, but uh, uh I'll let uh, Laura go uh Go ahead, no, on I,
1: over. To- Gabe, didn't you say that to Transformers? Title and series has like just an abundance of first appearances that people can oh, really yeah. start. To think.
2: There's a lot of first appearances in that Marvel series, some big first appearances in the IDW series. Same with Transformers, or I'm uh, sorry, same G. with G. 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 Yeah,
1: uh, yeah, those are the two titles that I've heard about. I wasn't sure if I was supposed to say anything. Duke and Cobra Commander are going to be coming out here soon, too. Oh, yeah, that's
2: been announced. Oh, has it? They, they put out for I forgot
1: the cover and everything. Them. Damn it, I thought yeah. I, I knew a secret, but okay.
0: All right. well always got me was in the movies when Megatron um you know in the cartoons he like transformed into a gun mm-hmm. but he never did well I, I think he did one time but it was just a gun he held but in in the cartoon he, he literally was a gun That that somebody you know that just shot you know what I mean right. so
1: and right, then- Gabe, have you heard about Dracula Sorry Tivo. have you heard about Dracula yeah by who?
0: Uh,
2: dang it,
1: Tivo. Do you know who's writing Dracula, guys? The original, I'm I'm gonna say Jason Aaron, James Tinian.
0: Yes, okay, yes, oh,
1: very good. Won't that be badass? Aren't you? I'm super excited for that. Yeah, no, he's
2: great at horror, you know.
1: So, I'm sorry, I interrupted Dracula.
0: All right, Laura, any last words?
1: uh you guys right after this i'll be heading over to Nearing nirvana we are going to be covering barbie tonight so all the barbie comics we're actually having a special guest on at the end of the show with his daughter so tune in for that if you don't mind just hop in it's gonna be a fun show it's be quick but a fun one so yeah there's barbie comics oh and magazines that are worth like a shit ton of money
0: yeah there's a huge collecting yeah i think didn't i think marvel did barbie comics
1: Marble, Dell. There's a couple that we're gonna be covering tonight, but yeah, this is this is like a cult favorite character. So
2: Mr. Smithers was a Barbie collector. From
1: the, from the Simpsons? Simpsons? Yeah. <laughs> oh.
0: Hey, those if you have those Barbie dolls or like the original Barbie doll house now,
1: it's worth a lot of money. I have a bunch of the Christmas ones from back in yeah. like the nineties
0: same with like the, the Disney princesses that they, they, Disney had like uh, dis Disney Barbies. Do you remember? The, uh, they, 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 they would do like, you know, princess, whatever, you know, and it was a Barbie and, uh, and they only came out like once a year or once limited edition at all. And nowadays with people, you know, grading toys and stuff, you know, psh- Go go look at your uh you know your old Barbies if they're still intact. If you have Liger, them we're her. gonna get to
1: that. We're gonna get to that. Oh, All
0: right. They're they're knowing. Okay, I
1: gotta go, but you guys, oh, Gabe, you go first. All right, Gabe, what are the your last
0: words? words. All right, see you guys Thursday. for to shit your until next time. Keep digging in them long boxes and peace out. Created from the cosmic legends of the universe, universe their mission universe, to fight injustice, to right that which is wrong, wrong and wrong. to serve all mankind. TV. Y4. TV. Y4. TV. Y4. Now that's a name I've not had. Up get some, the deal. I'm the best there is. You, you know that the is oh. What's in the bar?